welcome to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only show that cuts through the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. There is a kind of um, hoity-toity, you know, whoop-de-boop, yada-yada-blah-blah-blah, kind of a mystique about people who are obsessed with the way people speak it's um you know it's as if it's like this measure of the person you have to hit the right inflections and you have to hit the right diphthongs at the right moments and you can't uh, use words you know like uh or you know or um or hmm or you know you can't think that's not allowed there's no thinking in english you see (laughs) you see why we have the worst test scores some of the worst test scores you see even the implication of what is customary is dumbed down so how are you ever going to think you you know if it's a bad because that's what you do when you say things like you know um hmm you're thinking and you know they want they want us podcasters to edit that out. Some people, not everyone. Most people, I think, are normal and don't care. But there's some people who they want us to cut that out. You know, you, what's with all the ums and the hmms and the uhs? And the, I said, you know, someone asked me that one time. And I said, because that's I'm thinking. Don't you want me to think before I answer you? Do you just want me to blurt out a response like a politician? I think that we should go down to the market and jump up and down like a bunch of puppies and everyone will be happy. Yay, 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 me, yay, me, clap for me, yay, yay, yay. This is not oratory here, okay? I'm not trying to, uh, you know, get over on you and trick you into agreeing with me really quick. Um, I'm trying to think about an answer or, you know, a solution or something I can provide, something of value that I can say to you. And, you know, I, I understand that some people go in and cut all that stuff out, but I'm not going to fucking do that because that takes that takes the magic out of it. There's a, almost a kind of rhythm to podcast if you listen to it. Uh, even amateurs have it. It's this kind of uh, up and down inflections, pauses, thoughts. And then uh, these kind of uh, moments that shine through that really ring true to the human experience. And that's part of the art of podcasting. And I'm not going to bastardize it because some pompous ass sitting in a pompadour somewhere wants me to sound the proper when I speak to him. No, no. I'm a trained actor. Don't talk to me about proper speech. I know proper speech. I know what I'm doing. I'm trying to be a human being. Okay. And I'm not, I'm again... I'm not criticizing people who go a different road, but I think that these little low blows, these little like uh, bursts of superiority, I have to tell people to shut the fuck up when they say things like that because they think that just because um, I speak a certain way, I don't know something. Look, I know so much that I know that I don't know much. And that takes a lot of... um, a lot of understanding to really comes to it takes a lot of studying to really come to that because once you know that you don't know much you're willing to listen to others and that indeed increases knowledge and that's part of um knowing yourself too
you know, I, I saw some people talking about what is, you know, what does it mean to be a real man? What does it mean to be a real man? It, it takes a real man to know yourself, to, like, know who the fuck you are. You can't be a real man unless you know who you are. If you don't know who you are, if you're walking around, you got a ton of money, you're throwing it over the place, acting like a complete jackass. Look at people like Alan West, Candace Owens. Look at him. Complete jackasses, just walking around. But they got a bunch of money, so, well, I don't give a fuck. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. I'm Candace Owens. I have a big forehead. You know how they are. You know? And look, um, when you get that arrogant, and you, you don't even care, like, who the fuck you are anymore. You get that arrogant? Well, that's it. There's no hope for you. You're gone. Done. It's over. Game over. So it's important to stay true to who you are, and that's what I'm going to do. Did you do, do you think that every single podcaster out there sits around worrying about what you're going to think about what they say? Do you think that most of them do? I, I got to be 100% honest with you. Nah, people are trying to promote their own individual message. Now, they're going to baby you, of course, and, you know, they, they won't be like me. They won't be honest and just tell you, like, you know. They'll be like, well, you know, I, I'm constantly concerned about your comments. And <laughs> it's like, look, look, I would love to have a conversation with you, but you can't do that on Twitter. OK, <laughs> you can see what people have to say and you can you can empathize with people. I do it all the time. I think it's one of the, the probably like the only benefits of social media <laughs> is it like you you can find people to empathize with them and let them know like it's okay you know like you'll be all right and then you have nice little moments where you share knowledge with each other and people appreciate that that increases their understanding it, you know it's little things that you can do with social media but you can't have a deep conversation you know and so it's not like i don't care what you have to say but it's like i think about it and you know on social media you can't really fully say what you have to say. And so I don't put much stock into what you said because I don't want to judge you by that. You see what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense because it's not, an, it's, I, I'm not trying to be offensive by saying that. What I'm saying is that I wouldn't be able to know you by those few sentences. I would have to know you probably for like at least like two years before like I really glean who you are as a person from social media. And then yeah, like, you can probably have, like, much deeper discussions. But the thing is, is, like, I'm not going to cheapen um, a discussion with a person. Like, if I don't have something to say, if uh, it's not going to help them in some way, like, whatever it is, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm, I'm going to tell you jokes, um, you know, and I'm going to do it in the way that I talk. I'm, I'm not ashamed of the way that I talk. And I already know that I'm smart, so I don't need other people to be impressed by me anymore. You see? It's not that I'm unintelligent. I mean, <laughs> the very thought of that, <laughs> it seriously just makes me laugh. Not because um, I have a, you know, uh, I'm arrogant, but because, I, you know, I've been to college. I, I accomplished a lot of different things in my life. I published a poem. I'm, you know, I started my own podcast now. It's been on for a year. And, I mean, I've gotten really good at, like, getting the podcast out there and then you know all the acting and all the shakespeare all the poetry i mean all the 
plays that I wrote, all the stuff, all the reading. I mean, like to call me unintelligent. I mean, it's it's so insulting that I laugh because it's like you, you just insulted yourself by calling me unintelligent. <laughs> because that's just by definition false. You know, what I mean? <laughs> I've accomplished so much more. Um, in terms of like artistry, than most people will ever accomplish so to me yeah like there are times where like i may feel sad because like i don't get as much money as other people but then there's times where it's like well yeah but like they're not really doing what i'm doing either so it's you know you you i'm not gonna cut my my personality out of the show to impress people is what i'm saying It's going to be me. The people who have been the most successful, really, really, in art, are the people who can perfect the art of being themselves. Not pretending. And yes, I'm even talking about acting. Because you can be yourself on stage. You can be like a part of yourself on stage, though. So, you know? Because every character you create as an actor is a part of you. And so... You're, you're always yourself. You're never actually acting in that sense. And that's why I hate it when, when, when people will try to make it sound so difficult because it's really not. It's like, okay, how would you react in this situation? All right, well, let's, um, let's build a character on top of that. Let's characterize these, um, these actions that you would have if, and um, perhaps take those reactions to extremes. Um, to add a bit of flavor to the character. And that's that's um, acting to me anyway. It's like I'm never being someone else. I can't be someone else. It's impossible to be someone else. You'll never be someone else. You can drive yourself insane trying to be someone else, but you'll never be someone else. You hear these stories of people their whole lives. They, <laughs> they're living in these relationships, and then oh, next day, you know, all of a sudden, oh, I'm not in love anymore. And then um, the person will ask them, well, why? Why don't you love me anymore? Well, I never really loved you. What? And sometimes it's 20, 30-year relationships. So uh, you can never escape who you are is what I'm saying. And don't waste your time. If you're with – I told this um, young lady. She was a young actress who I acted with one time. And she had asked me for some advice on um, – uh, her relationship, I won't say her name because that would just be fucked up. But she'll probably know. She'll probably know and she'll probably be like, what the fuck are you sharing my information for? No, I don't know how she would react, actually. I have no idea. We didn't have a conversation, but it was a really quick conversation. But you're not going to be able to glean who it is, but maybe uh, me and the person will have a conversation about it someday. Um, but I said to her, I was like, is is this guy like making you happy, you know? And she was like, well, I mean, I don't know. And I was like, do you think that he's someone who's going to take care of you? And that question really got through to her. Because I think before that, because we were talking before that, and it was kind of like it hadn't really penetrated yet, you know, like the words that I was saying to her mind um, hadn't really gone all the way through. Um, and made a connection. But when I said, you know, is he going to take care of you? 
she really like had a moment where she was like, no, I don't, I don't think he will. And I was like, well, if he's not going to take care of you, then what's the point? Because that's basically what a relationship is. You're taking care of each other. That's that's basically it. Now you you go ahead and romanticize it all you want, but that's what it is. Like I don't I don't care. Look, I'm not a romance killer. I'm not a romantic, but I'm also not one to um, kill romance. It's great to be romantic. It's like the other day, you know, when I was talking about marriage with people and they were getting all upset. There was this one person who was like well, married people just go off and have these extravagant ceremonies and they're trying to impress people. And I was like thinking to myself, like, how do you know they're trying to impress people? How do you know that? Now, I'm not saying there aren't people who do. Those people are all on reality television. But like maybe, just maybe, if you had the money and you had the chance and you had the opportunity and you were in that situation too, perhaps you would take it. How do, you, how do you know that that person is trying to be, um, that they're just trying to, like, I don't know, flaunt their, like, wealth or, like, make you upset or something? Maybe it's just a dream that, you know, some person had when they were a kid and they got a chance to do it. I mean, maybe it's as simple as that. Like, why can't it be as simple as that? Why, is, why does it always have to be so deep, you know? It's like I heard someone um, earlier today, they said, Oh, you're disrespecting um, the original writer of uh, of uh, that. Oh, I will always love you because you said Whitney Houston was better. And then they like tried to clarify what they said. And they were like, well, I don't mean that. But I do mean that, like, you know, someone's they're getting dragged through the mud now. The original artist. And like, I didn't even know I will always love you was a remake. But um, let me tell you right now. I know goddamn well that Whitney Houston's version is better. <laughs> so don't even start with that. That woman could sing. And she could sing. She could sing when she was high. High as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's impressive. You have to admit it. You have to. I mean, how can you? And you know, obviously, like, toward the end of her life, like, it, it got ugly but like you know just the fact that she was able to do it for so long and to be a drug addict I mean like a lot of people look at that and they see a failure and look life is precious and I'm not encouraging anyone to be a drug addict but let me tell you something it doesn't have to be a failure it's like suicide right we look at suicide and we think ew nasty let's not remember people like that though and look you know, I I am very much against suicide. I'm very much against um, things of that nature. But let's not remember it in an ugly way. Because it does a disservice to the person that used to be. And then they get forgotten and just remembered as this terrible, horrible stereotype. Um, and that's kind of what happened to Whitney Houston, really. It's uh, unfortunate, you know, but I still remember Whitney. Uh, I was around all through her career and she was just always so happy all the time. And she always had a big old smile on her face. She was never one to take her drama on stage, like I said, until the end. But um, prior to that, she was always just so upbeat. And, you know, I mean, in a sense, you know, an artist's job is their life is supposed to be like this, this, um, piece of art and Whitney Houston's life was a piece of art she she um, kind of rose like a phoenix you know 
and that's art and that's why her art is uh timeless and i think you know with a little perseverance my art will be timeless too is because i i live the life of an artist i'm not um i'm not pretending some people are pretending to be artists and i could sit here and tell you who but i'm gonna let you figure it out on your own and um you tell me who you think's pretending to be an artist maybe someday hey thanks uh, so much for listening to more content talk all of our um older episodes <coughs> all of our older episodes are on our anchor site so you can go there and check out all the way back to the beginning of more content talk last year but if you want to check out the newer episodes of more content talk we have um so far 63 that are up on the site we're putting them up slowly but surely uh go over there give a listen to them it's at morecontenttalk.wordpress.com all right everyone i hope you have a phenomenal day evening afternoon fiesta siesta downtime chill time lunchtime party time whatever it may be and remember when life gets you down you can always laugh at something else farewell folks <laughs>